three, three two, two, one. one. That was so Cross. close to not working. <laughs> but that was insane. Nobody knew who was leading the countdown. And all of our claps were still a tiny okay, bit of a can beat we off. Stop this recording and I'll lead the clap countdown. No, keep this recording going. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I'm not my, my inner again. dancer is like, this choreography is not synced. All right. You count us in, tough guy. I will. Ready? Air clap on three, two, and one. Okay? Got okay. it? Three, two, one. Mr. Gray, we'll see you now. Listen, Welcome back to Fifty Shots. <laughs> After we are not experts at clapping, nor do we, we claim to be experts at trash garbage. We just tried three consecutive mics synchronizing claps, and uh, let me tell you, one of us was bang on. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm not going to tell you who. It will be revealed in episode 20. Yeah, yeah. Come back for week. <laughs> we reveal who's the best clapper. <laughs> <sighs> this entertainment this so is much. quality. Uh, nothing quality. about this is quality. There's nothing quality to be found here. If you've been misled by quality... Feel free to leave. Yeah, Anthony, knowing what I do about your intake of uh, what you will admit to calling mm. garbage TV in like reality television, was that secretly your goal with this podcast to create something that is bad, but that a lot of people oh, really that's a good still question. like? No, I, I, no, but that is a good question. Because that kind of bad is like, Maybe it's about human suffering. I would argue that The Bachelor is about human suffering. That's the that's my favorite trash TV show, and that's the deepest. But it's not The Bachelor who suffers. Oh, The Bachelor <laughs> suffers. Everyone suffers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> the crew suffers most of all. <laughs> I not a Bachelor expert, but that is the deepest description of The Bachelor I've heard. Listen, The Bachelor human is... suffering? It is. It's about human suffering. It's about um, uh, a, a group of people who are willing to subject themselves to uh, pain and embarrassment for Instagram followers and have to get married at the end. Two of them have to get married. And that's not even how it started. Instagram wasn't even an idea yet when The Bachelor it's true. began. It's true. I guess it was about love, but also TV fame. Yeah, yeah, fame was a wholly different thing back when The Bachelor started in, like, I want to say the early 2000s. It's like Sounds magazine right. fame. Yeah. Yeah, they have so many seasons. The show's incredible, though. It's incredible garbage. It's so bad for everyone, but it's incredible. Anyways, I'm Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Anthony. I'm Milana. And we are back with week 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh I am losing yeah. it. When Anthony originally pitched me any podcast ideas, I really liked the idea of being like sports commentators on an entire season of The Bachelor. But yeah. apparently that already exists, which uh, yeah, pe people have both done depresses it. And, and angers me. I know. It's too bad because it's a really good idea. But um, yeah, I would love to to sports commentate the, the Bachelor and just break down the plays, break down the plays that, that the players make. Hmm. Maybe one day I we'll find. I think that'd be great. You should totally do that. It's There's a market done. out there for it. But The Bachelor? Yes. Yeah. Specifically, The Bachelor's got a crazy following and a crazy podcast following too. Huh. I knew the, that they're like big on Twitter. They're they're big generally. They they pull like um, uh, six to seven million viewers an episode. Damn. Yeah. Would you say that there's more of a podcast following for The Bachelor or for Bachelor slash Bachelorette or for Love Island? Uh, Bachelor, Bachelorette. 
Really? Almost definitely. Another nope. thing about Bachelor Bachelorette and and like podcasting is they have like they get seasons of seasons of of people who rack up millions of Instagram followers, and then those people do podcasts about the Bachelor. So like you're competing oh, with pseudo celebrities, right? Yeah. Right. So Some I, would say I real celebrities, depending on how bad their taste is. <laughs> it's true. I mean, what is a celebrity anyway besides someone who has a lot of people who follow them? Yeah. That's true. That's deep. Yeah. Maybe fair. a person with talent. <laughs> anyway. I, <laughs> no. Whoa. Um, Ooh, the shade. You Whoa. don't have to be talented to be a celebrity, but it helps. I don't think it does. I think you just need to be visually appealing. Mm. Or have, have some a nice kind of a voice. Yeah. And have some or have some kind of like a, a neat hook. Like Steve mm. Buscemi eyes. Yeah. Well, think mm. about like John Oliver in North America. He admits to being able to do really well here, but never would have gained any traction in England for whatever reason. And we love him because he's British. Probably. Yeah. It helps him stand That's a good out. Point. Yeah. Anyways. That's a good point. Anyway, so um, this though is not a bachelor podcast yet. Um, <laughs> that's that's my long game. One of his uh, many. <laughs> this is still Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm still watching it, and we actually so we had I got a little bit of a break from the movie just while we um, settled back into recording and and figuring our lives out, and. Um, Coming back after after a bit of a break is really interesting because one, I noticed some new things. Like I think I was just a little bit more attentive, but also I had such a mixed experience of like, oh my god, so much of this is gonna give me PTSD. Like I don't think I'll be able to listen to any of the songs uh, in the soundtrack after this. If I hear them, I'm just gonna be like, oh god, please get me away. But. There's also something really comforting about the familiarity you have with a movie that you've seen 11 times, like, recently. There's no surprises with this movie. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to get every minute. I can't explain it, but it's like, it's like being home. (laughs) So just because what you know you're getting with every minute of its two-hour runtime is going to be disappointment, that's still more comfortable to you than to consume, say, a new piece of media? Yeah, because like I can kind of turn my brain off for this now. I'm trying not to, but like I know everything. We can only ask so much of you. I know. I know. And I only have so much brain power. You are one man. (laughs) But let me tell you some things that I noticed this week Please watching do. the movie again. Um, probably because of our quarantine state, but <laughs> I noticed a, a big thing. The beginning of the movie. Hmm. Kate, is, Kate is sick. Kate sends Anna. We've discussed this before. Before Anna leaves, Anna kisses Kate on the head. Anna's a carrier. She mm. had the flu. She had the flu. Just saying, not cool, Anna. Wait, then what? Sh- All right, let me break this down. I remember this. <laughs> I know the scene, song. but <laughs> I know the scene. Stop telling me to put about. copyright music into our <laughs> podcast. Damn it. Um, you're saying that Anna kisses Kate, and now she's carrying the flu virus into Christian's office. I mean, most likely, generally, she's already infected, even though we don't see it. But she could be a carrier. Kate should have asked someone from her fucking journalism class, not her roommate, to begin with. But also, if if Kate has the flu and they have an affectionate friendship. And then she starts an intimately affectionate relationship. Like a week later. I really like the phrase affectionate friendship. Thank you. It's like a delicate way of putting like friends with benefits. But like (laughs) affectionate (laughs) friendship. I didn't take it that way at all. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is from the mind that brought you pizza parties or a euphemism for sex. That's true. Hey, don't my mind. Maybe maybe Milana (laughs) just has low standards for what count for things. (laughs) Oh, guys, that makes me I so sad. I wouldn't say low standards. I would just say maybe 
you read into things pretty deeply. Pretty, yep. I would say my standards are lowering for sure. <laughs> yeah, you did just tell us <laughs> that you would. Nope. What did I say? Is this something that needs to go public? That I would, oh, yeah, yeah you can say it. I, it's you something said that I'm not ashamed you, I, of. At this point, you would date a potato if it had a beard. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, about a yam? No great. chance. <laughs> potatoes what a, are great. A sweet potato? Get potatoes the hell out of here. Great. Beards are great. Potatoes would be great <laughs> listeners. They're versatile. Oh, yeah. the, you don't want potatoes as our audience members. <laughs> You're just saying, hey, listeners, potatoes are great. <laughs> but she doesn't want a sweet potato because uh, she wants a bad boy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I want a bad boy. I want some bad. fucking goody two shoes potato who probably <laughs> probably gets home before his curfew. I want a real <laughs> from the dirt potato, you know. Yeah, want a real, straight uh, from the dirt. Want a real east side of the tracks potato. <laughs> yeah, if you're a potato with a beard, please call me. Stiggle potato boy. <laughs> if you look like a potato. With a beard, and I haven't dated you yet. Please call me. And that pool is quite shallow. Yeah, we should mention she's dated basically all of the potatoes in this in our vicinity. <laughs> in my like two kilometer, three kilometer dating yeah. radius. That's yeah. as far as I'll go. Yeah, Are you more than three kilometers out. from my front door? <laughs> mm. uh, sorry, it's not going to work out. Sorry, that's a long distance relationship. Past that, Mona. Which what's your favorite? We're all in now. What's your favorite um, style of potato to eat? As in, like, like a Yukon Gold or like a French fry? Like what kind? Like what kind <laughs> yeah. of preparation? Preparation, yeah. Ooh, I just had potatoes right before this recording. How? I made with her mouth. Oven roast. <laughs> oh mini potatoes with garlic and parmesan Ooh, it's a good one it's a good one Mm. sounds pretty good if Uh, you're oven roasted (laughs) garlic potatoes with parmesan had little beards (laughs) yeah email us at just a uh, dozen of them hello boys potatoes of steel (laughs) (laughs) next movie (laughs) oh good lord um I also noticed I noticed something that I really feel like it takes 12, 12 watches to notice about Christian. Mm. And I, I'm going to try my best to explain this. Ho- hopefully I get it right the first try. But Christian just like throughout the movie says names of characters that nobody has met as if we fucking know who they are. And... It, I'm ashamed, honestly, that it took me 12 watches of this movie to figure this out. But, but like, he he will just be like, I'll have Taylor pick you up at eight. And Anna's like, who the fuck is Taylor? <laughs> like, I don't know who that is. I've never met him. He does that with Taylor and he does that with Elliot when, when he's at the club picking up Anna and, uh, He's like, come on, I'm taking you home. And she's like, what about Kate? Uh, he's like, it's fine. I left her with Elliot. And she's like, who's Elliot? Like, I've <laughs> never met these people. You can't just fucking drop names. Like, we all live the same life that you do. <laughs> you know, my brother. <laughs> Who I've never <laughs> once mentioned until this moment. How do I you just... not know about him? <laughs> the world revolves around Christian Grey. Yeah, like, do you guys think it's like a like a character trait of his because he does it multiple times and like the characters in the movie well just anna because that's basically the only person he talks to has been like who is that (laughs) each time i think it's interesting to think about like as if as if this movie or this book whatever was originally supposed to be centered around the universe that is christian gray but our perspective of of the audience is like from some side character that he happens to start (laughs) up a relationship with it'd be like if in a video game you followed an npc rather than like the hero who saves the world and is just sort of like everything seems to be all about that guy (laughs) what's 
what's the deal? Why does our entire infrastructure revolve around him? I love it. Yeah. Worth worth exploring further. Do you have those like friends that when they talk about their friends that you don't know or you have met once or twice, they'll either be like, yeah, Jessica does this. And you have to be like, oh, who's Jessica? I'm going to piece this together throughout your story. Or they'll always refer to their friends as my friend blank. And you're like, I know you've talked about them 50 times and I've met them. You don't need to preface it with. I briefly dated them. (laughs) Yeah, You're like, by the way, my friend Anthony what do you think about this? This, this story is hard to <laughs> Ross, relate. Ross, do you know my friend Anthony? Yes. <laughs> yeah, this story is hard to relate to because it not only requires friends, but it requires friends who also have friends, and that's that's asking a lot. You yeah. only make friends with people who have no other friends. Yeah, I make friends. He's, trap. It's a humanitarian thing, really. Thank you. Thank you. Social distancing. He is Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I don't understand that. But I agree. Okay. If you understood it, you wouldn't agree. Continue. (laughs) That's how my life works. That's a lesson for everybody. But uh, more things that I discovered. Um, All right. Two two more things. One, another another theory, um, nondescript uh, (laughs) music implying conspiracy plays. Um, <laughs> non copyright. I think I think Kate might be a vampire, because hear me out. Hear me out. Maybe she's changing. Maybe she's transforming at the beginning of the movie, and that's why she's sick. Um, I'll have to get an expert in, and you guys will let me. Um, I it, all I know is that you already know an expert, and <laughs> it, th- these are why Woo. you have so much trouble finding friends. <laughs> Because I've already made them all. <laughs> uh, um, no, so she... Anthony thinks friendship works like Pokemon in that he's got to catch them all. And uh... to, um, Okay, first of all, uh, the like core message of Pokemon is friendship. So joke's on you, nerd. <laughs> joke's on you. Is it, though? This is going to alienate Milana a lot, but a whole reason I that... I watched like, Pokemon when I was travels... younger. Right, so the whole reason that Ash is traveling with Misty is that he destroyed her property, and she owes him a he owes her a bike. But, but it turns that's out that's not a basis for a for a friendship or a relationship. But it turns out the Pokemon Master was really the friends you made along the way. So <laughs> I have I have three words to say to that. Bye bye Butterfree. Oh God, Butterfree comes back eventually. I'm pretty sure. So does Charizard. Mm-hmm. They all visit him because it, uh, friendship is a lifelong thing, regardless of who you've captured. Anyway, Pokemon. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that's for our next podcast. Yeah, 50 weeks of <laughs> 50 weeks of Pokemon. <laughs> it would be the easiest 50 weeks I've ever had. Let's do it daily. You're like, this sounds like my life. Let's do 28 years of nerds. 28 years? <laughs> I don't know why you have to make it so broad as to be just all nerd things. We don't love all nerd things. Everyone's a nerd in some respect, you know? It's true. I've already done Whoa, 20 deep. years of Pokemon, so that's a challenge that's just continuing. Anyway. Some would say that that's the true mastery of Pokemon. You were saying... <laughs> oh, the reason I think she's a vampire is because when... Um, when Anna has sex with Christian... She comes back home and Kate stares at her and is like, You seem different. And they don't, and then Anna's like, I feel different. And Kate's just like, Cool. Um, and then from that point on, honestly, Kate starts to like turn a little bit on like the her enthusiasm for the relationship. And if we're thinking about like old school vampires, virgin blood was what they sought. And Anna was a virgin up until that point. So I see your faces and you're like, wow, okay. There's like, actually, there's something here. It's stupid, but there's something. She might be a vampire. No, I'm just like, Christian might be a vampire. Maybe that's why he's extra excited when Anna says she's a virgin. He's based off of Edward Cullen. He is. He is is based off of Edward Cullen. And I think next week I'm going to watch Twilight 2 and tell you guys about the comparisons. But... 
but Christian ruins yeah, her. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta let me know who the werewolf is in Fifty Shades. I think it's Jose, but I'll find out. I'll find uh-huh. out. Yeah, maybe he makes a bit. Maybe he's like a bigger plot point in the later ones. Mm-hmm. We'll come back to this. Yeah, yeah. it's Taylor. <laughs> anyway, you guys, uh, I really want to explore that one further because I think there's something there. And then the last thing, the the last thing of note. Um, I've mentioned this before. I think it was just in the one where where it was just Ross and I. But Anna, in her phone, all of her contacts are single names. They're like Ben, Chad, Kevin, Christina, whatever. Other Chad. Other, yeah, Chad. Two. How many Chads do you know? <laughs> just Chad. And t- too many. More than I deserve. <laughs> More than I deserve. Nice. Quoting the movie. I'm proud of you. Wow. I, I, I'll tell you again, I listened to each of these episodes minimum three times. <laughs> Just out of so I'm going through my I'm going through my own weekly hell here. Oh good. Someone else has to suffer. I listened to them at least twice, so Same. Oh <laughs> Okay, listen though. She she's got all these single names except for Christian Gray, whose full name is in her contact, right? Christian, on the other hand, you see his phone, and I didn't realize this. Elizabeth pointed this out to me. His phone is the opposite. All of his contacts are are full names, and then Anna is just Anna. Single name. Hmm. What does that tell you? I, what kind of symbolism is that? I think it's the psychology of like when you save a person into your contacts that's significant. You do something to how you save their contact name. Right. Yeah, to to, I don't know. Do do you guys do that? Listen, I I love the mystical implications of using someone's whole name or real name. There's a lot of like narrative, ancient magic in that. But I would counter with Christian is the head of a multinational billion dollar company and anna has just recently graduated from university and works at a hardware store Mm -hmm. they're probably varying levels of professionalism in their phone use i disagree of the century (laughs) i disagree completely we see anna at work and anna begs independently anna is able to show him where the rope is and demonstrate rope pulling skills. What do we see Christian do? When he's at work, he's sending emails to Anna about fucking boning and he answers a call angrily and he takes one business meeting that we see where he asks to bone Anna. So (laughs) I don't know that professionalism is his thing. But he definitely interacts with more like more people maybe in a professional level that requires a phone like when anna's at the hardware store she's not calling anyway she gets a call from her mom (laughs) maybe she's just bad at saving contacts and he called her and his name showed up that way and she clicked save you know yeah but i hate that theory because it's like logical and useless (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like me in a nutshell (laughs) logical and useless <laughs> but fun <laughs> but fun nobody added that nobody added that. it's like ross is handsome so yeah. shoehorned in anyway those are the those are the new observations that i've made 12 weeks in honestly i'm impressed with me i'm gonna congratulate myself um hey for all the anthony's out there who are watching the <laughs> shades of gray uh this much keep it up you're doing great thanks dad you know what? On um, TikTok, which is an app that oh, a lot of millennials are migrating to that Ross is <laughs> super cringing about. Here, here's the thing. I don't know how many millennials are on it. We're old now. I think it's all Gen Z. No, it it's is definitely like fueled by the energy of Gen Z. Yeah. But millennials are on it watching Gen Z be Gen Z uh, and trying to join the in. the worst things. Uh, although... I'm still relevant. I know how to dab. <laughs> God, Ross, dabbing is so like two years ago. Okay. Who here remembers Rafflecopter? <laughs> oh, jeez. Remember Nyan Cat? Nyan Cat? Huh? Huh, guys? <laughs> bring, those, bring those classic hits to TikTok, dude. 
The kids will love them. You guys are you guys are missing out. You guys gotta open a book every now and again. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, let me say my TikTok thing before I forget. I was scrolling through. You just kind of you know like whiz past videos on their feed, and Jen said there is a trend where Jen Zetters will post Christian Gray related videos like TikToks. Like his lines or footage from the film? Lines or, or pictures of him. And there was this one TikTok that got a lot of views that was something along the lines of this, I don't know how old she is, like pre-college 19-year-old being like the OG like daddy oh, no. or something. Oh, no. I because I that. guess when Ugh. Fifty Shades of Grey Ugh. came out, how old would have a Jen Zetter been? Like Underage. Know, like teens or preteens? <laughs> yeah. And so it was probably A their, lot of like, them intro. still are. <laughs> they, no, they wouldn't have been allowed. It was probably their allowed... intro into like... They, but they wouldn't have been allowed into my theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they can go yeah, to you a library and the... rent the book. They don't know what a library you know? is. They know what a... <laughs> An iTunes library is, I don't even think they, that's true. Yeah, li- library, that's a folder that you don't open on your <laughs> computer because it's full of boring shit about how the computer works. I just want to make a TikTok, goddammit. Okay, well, okay, regardless of your intentions, Gen Z, if you're out there. Um, They're definitely stop not listening, listening to this, to this podcast. podcast. No, 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 listen to it. I don't give a fuck. Are you kidding me with all that Nyan Cat references I just made? Yeah, they, they bailed. Bad luck, Brian. Anyone? <laughs> huh? Well, come on. That's a, a famous meme. That's a classic, classic one. meme. Overly attached girlfriend. Oh, she was great. Oh, those are like I the original her. memes when the font was really ugly and like bulky. I'm pretty sure that format is still Helvetica. being used. It, it's, it, it, it's not as it much because now it's just like you take a picture and you just apply like pieces of text that are like. This is this person. That's that person or situation. It, My sister posted um, like an excerpt of some. It was clearly from some like Tumblr or something with like that terrible text formatting. That was just like a mini essay on how much the author loves like the this generation's ability to like do a shorthand for like humor and stuff. So like. Uh, one of their primary examples was like post a picture of like an alligator or something with the caption me and everyone gets it. And I'm just like, yeah, I get it. And I hate it. <laughs> like, oh, you're I so that, that alligator. You, sh- you shouldn't be able to shorthand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's so uh, alligator of you. <laughs> I love you know what? Uh, fine. <laughs> I watched this TikTok That was this guy just repeating walking an almond walking an almond and he put an almond on a dog leash like just that little clippy hook that goes onto your dog's collar he like squeezed an almond into it then he went outside and just dragged this almond around on the sidewalk and was like walking an almond and it got a million views and people were like wow that guy really did walk an almond culture is dead i (laughs) we 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 should all we should all stop no (laughs) let the virus take us tiktok is like the counterculture to instagram where people are really fake and what counter? Hold on. TikTok is also full of really fake shit where people just are pretty and dance, and also they're 60 and, and it's weird. But um, yeah, absolutely. That's like the driving force behind TikTok, which is like kind of yeah. run by the music industry. And it yeah. pays probably those influencers to like dance to the songs. Totally. To but I will say um, what you've just described walking an almond, that's fucking art. And Ross, don't you dare tell me that that's not <laughs> art. <laughs> I'll fucking dare, Anthony. Let's go toe-to-toe on the stupidity of things that you can see on the internet. Because I... Uh, I do I, love memes, though. Like, memes... Memes are I've, dreams. I've, How alligator of uh, you. Whatever. Oh, you don't even I've designed alligators. memes for work. And it's just like, the new wave memes are like, an image and Helvetica font above it and like a white background. And it's like... Me versus when I come home after like 10 drinks and it's like an image of someone like a potato. I don't know. <laughs> With a beard? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really hot. I'm really into potatoes, okay? We need to stop talking about hot potatoes. Listen, everybody just oh accept my it God. and move on. How did we just organically work in hot potatoes? That's incredible. <laughs> Pass it on. 
Are you a hot potato? Because I'm not going to pass on that. Wow. How are you single? Wow. I can't believe I ever said that out loud. Speaking of... How has some hot potato not, not swept you off your feet? I ask myself this every day. Um, I do want to start a podcast called How Are You Single? Painful. Where I... Uh, interview people who are single and I ask them like genuinely why do you think you're single and then I get their exes in and I'm like why did you break up with them and then we reveal Whoa. holy what shit what their worst qualities this are. sounds traumatic oh, I fucking love this I love this so much that sounds that's like because you start listen you started with this concept that for me was um like a very beautiful, almost documentary-esque, like we're just going to like really dive into people's true stories. And then you brought their fucking ex to the table <laughs> and you entered my realm, which is trash. Which oh is... my God, I love it. Yeah, it, when Anthony says that you've entered his realm, don't think it's a compliment. I thought you were going to say exes and I was like, oh, whoa. But uh, the other option, if the exes don't want to be interviewed or if the person, like, I don't know, has, like, limited ex resources. Is we interview their mom. <laughs> no, we get people to date them and then we interview the people on dates with them oh, afterwards. How are you not a reality TV producer? That's fucking. Uh, Nobody uh, steal my idea. I'm going to do this during quarantine, maybe, if quarantine goes it. on for a long time. Holy during shit. Quarantine. No, listen. No, no, maybe. We're doing this. We're doing this. Um, I, I, what help do you need to make this happen? This is incredible. Incredible. Check this out. Let me set some of this up for you because I'm so fucking excited about this. Okay, idea. first episode is Ross. Second episode can be me. Why? Okay, Ross, check this Ross out. Ross will be our hamster. Yeah, you're, His face, you're our he Hamtaro. looks so stressed. I will not be your Hamtaro. <laughs> Hamtaro didn't know he was a hero until uh, he put on the mask. I think that's how Hamtaro goes. But listen, Ross, you you jump onto the show. <laughs> you jump into the show and. Milana's there to greet you, and she asks you really personal questions about um, why you think you're single, like some of your your dating history, like you know flaws that you feel you have, and and strengths that you feel you have too. Maybe it's like this well rounded interview because she's like super professional, very very smart, and. It's winding down. You're, oh, you've really you. like opened up. Yeah, absolutely. She already wants you to work on it. You don't need to keep complimenting. No, no, no. This I is loved for the me. last episode because it was like, or two episodes ago because you guys just spent the intro like talking about how awesome I was and I was listening like, yeah. I know. Okay. When you're here, we roast you and when you're not, we're like, <laughs> yeah. she's so cool. That's what true friends do. They roast you in front of that your is, face and friendship. then they compliment you behind your back. That's how it should work. Listen, they want to... True friends want to build you up to people who don't know you and keep your ego in check to your face. True. <laughs> True. I like it. Snap, snap, snap. Snaps all around. Stop. Back to the show. After <laughs> He's committed. Back to the important oh, I'm show. so excited. So we've, we've really cracked that, that hard exterior. We've gotten to know you. We've gotten some honest truths. Maybe even a tear was shed. Who knows? Who knows? Keep yourself open. And then Milana's like, uh, we have a surprise for you, Ross. And we add to the Zoom call your ex, and we're like, S Samantha's here. I have a question. Yeah. Is this you guys pitching this to me now because you're about to add an ex of mine to the Zoom call? Ross, we have a surprise. <laughs> that would be so terrorizing diabolical like that would be diabolical also you ex... hadn't asked me any of the questions before right, right. <laughs> we listen we don't we don't care why you we think you're single here's madeline here's your ex but also we brought your dad <laughs> <laughs> also we're about to leave the call have fun <laughs> also you don't even turn it off you just walk away from your computer and go like eat dinner <laughs> I think there should be a Zoom thing where, like, you play X roulette and you join a Zoom call and, like, someone's X is going to join next, but you don't know. It's just, like, Ooh. anyway. Holy shit. Like, like, of somebody that you know? Uh, I haven't thought this through. But it, 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 it doesn't We've have to be Zoom, but, like, <laughs> you're somewhere Listen, with a bunch of people. Now is the time to be creative. And all of you are there together because you know one of their exes. One of your exes will show up, whether it's oh. a Zoom call because we're in quarantine or like in a room. Ooh, it's like one of those whodunit stories where like I just watched Murder on the Orient Express because I have so many things that I, that I can watch. Uh, and it's just like all of the killers, spoiler, 
had a connection to one person in the victim's past. Oh, <laughs> it's just like I have you got to figure out who. Movie Ross. In his defense, uh, said Agatha so. Christie wrote it over a hundred years ago. There have been like nine movie adaptations. And I'm sorry. Busy. Just because something's been written a hundred years ago doesn't mean I should have watched it. First of all, you. Uh, well, then don't complain about I it. Do you know how much content read. there is out there? Like, by, there's no possible way that i would have watched and listen read everything that's been written hundred anthony plus. has spent anthony has spent the last 12 weeks spoiling 50 shades of gray for me <laughs> and i haven't raised a fuss once so that's that not true. is not comparable <laughs> and not true you he, signed he, up he, for this i did not sign up for a film spoiler <laughs> other than 50 shades he raised a fuss when he almost accidentally listened to it through my also it's recording. very dark on my end i'm sorry it's true it is. You're in pitch black. Your video is useless. I know. I don't want to move, so I'm trying to put a flashlight on, but it makes me look haunted. Well, that's reasonable. Okay, wait. Anthony's way into that. The ghosts? I'm actually very scared of ghosts. I'll be real with you guys. Very scared of ghosts. The reason is because I don't believe that ghosts are a thing, and that's what makes it so scary for me, because if it is real, if I'm wrong then not only have I encountered one of like the scariest things, but I've also shattered my fucking universe. So your fear of ghosts is the same fear any doubting atheist has, where they're like 98% convicted, there's no God, no afterlife, but there's 2% of them that's just like, I'm going to be a real fucking idiot if I die and wind up at the pearly gates, and it's just like, oh, crap. Yeah, but like... I bet on the wrong horse. I'm okay. I'm okay feeling like an idiot. I'm not okay feeling like an idiot while being super scared of a dead that should be dead and isn't dead, right? Like, why are you in my house? Uh, and also, holy <laughs> shit, I didn't think that could happen. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'd rather be an idiot and not haunted than smart and haunted. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, Anthony, you had a purpose to all this? It, uh, otherwise, we just kind of yeah, sorry, tore I, off on 87 different no, things. I, I, no, I derailed us with our how to be, how, why are you single podcast. I don't, I don't care. Um, I th- Which, like, great idea. I think that's an amazing idea. I also think, like, what if there was, like, speed dating through through Zoom, right? But it's, like, it's like X roulette. Um, like, one of the... It, it, like everyone comes with one X and there's like every time it rolls, you could get a new date or you might get an X. Anthony, can I remind you of something that already exists called chat roulette? Yeah, but that's because you're basically <laughs> pitching something people. that will just get. So is this by its very definition. No, but there are X's involved. The whole purpose of what Anthony is describing I is bet that you, you might go I on bet a date you, with your ex. I bet you any amount of money you could open up six different chat roulette windows and confidently say, that's definitely someone's ex. Yeah, but not your ex. Yeah, but ex. not your, your ex. ex is in this. Also, I've never been on chat roulette. Oh. Yeah, don't go on Consider chat yourself roulette. lucky. It's just dicks. Don't, don't it's do just it. It's just a lot of penises. It's just, yeah, no. They I'm actually, they, a big story that came out years ago was how they implemented some new software to reduce the amount of dicks. <laughs> so, we've, we've invented a new penis scan. Software. Yes, that, that was basically it. It was like we can better recognize dicks now, <laughs> and we will shut those ones down. What would you Captain, do? What would you? We found another one. <laughs> Nuke the, them. Take it down. The software is like a person in the office having to go through all the chat roulettes, being like, "Dick, dick, another dick." That's def- That's definitely like a, a punishment for a crime that doesn't warrant going to jail. But it's still like you owe us eight hundred hours of community service in this very specific role. <laughs> it's like, oh man, you would go yeah. to sleep seeing dicks. Do you guys know what the Tetris effect is? The Mm-mm. I I think I do, but explain it anyway. The Tetris effect is when um you you've it came from from like uh, video games where you you, you came from Pac Man. Where it, it, it's like where you stare at something for so long, or or like uh, it doesn't have to be like a still image either, but you look at something for so long that you see it when your eyes are closed. And this happened with uh, Tetris for a lot of people. I've had that. Yeah, yeah, it happens a lot, especially with video. Games. I had that with. I had that with Legend of Zelda the Minish. Yeah, right? And you'd, you'd like blink and see like... Uh, I did that with League of Legends for a while where I'd blink and yeah. see health bars. I had that with my own reflection in the mirror. 
No one's surprised <laughs> to hear that. Uh, that would also terrify me. Oh, guys, <laughs> mirrors are also. It'd be scary. weird if you saw. <laughs> Can I tell oh, you my mirror fears? Do we have time? <laughs> Wait, we I were mean, going somewhere we, with this. We, are, we were on X. Oh, no, yes. What are your mirror fears? I just want to know. We what, are still going to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey at some point again, right? That's the whole crux of this. I don't know. Hey, let it flow. Let it go. That's the mystery uh, of this podcast. <laughs> if you were on a roulette or like this video roulette and your ex popped up, what was the first thing you'd say? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, basically. The, uh. the hell? Exit no, uh, chat. No, I, I, I feel like... I, I'd be more polite than that, but I'd definitely still be like, oh. And that's okay, wait. <laughs> let's let's all give our uh, genuine <laughs> our genuine reaction. Does anyone want to start? Why are you about to pull up an X? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'll pull up an X. Oh gosh. No, I just want to hear what I'll everyone's yeah impression would be. Go for it. I really, I have to. I'm visualizing. Are you pulling myself. up a picture? <laughs> no, I'm just visualizing myself. Let's find in the one moment. of my exes. One of the good looking exes. And eh, one with a beard. <laughs> They're all good. You know what? Fuck it. This is a potato. Beards. They're all good looking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Melina's like, I dated them, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, come on. She's got standards. <laughs> and I did earlier say I would date a <laughs> yeah. potato with a beard. So, really, I'm contradicting myself over here. Yep. Uh, Listen, you may think you have high standards, and that's great for you and any p- partners you have or have or had. Will have. It, it, the rest of us kind of go, huh, hmm. that's a potato with a beard. Why is she, she walking that potato around. around the street? <laughs> walking a potato, walking a potato. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm rouletting or on a random video chat where random people pop up here and there, and my ex pops up. And I'm in this video chat and I can't get out. I would be like, well, what are the chances? (laughs) Deflect with humor. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I do that so much. Or I would be like, how have you been? It's been so long. (laughs) When was the last time we saw each other? 1957? Milana, how old are you? <laughs> or I would stare and not say anything I, and then be like... an 80-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, who are you? I'm sorry, have we met before? Yeah, you'd, I, I like I like staring. Oh, wow. Like a big cold shoulder? Like a Just, very uh, sass um, master. Who are you? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you kind of look... It's funny, you kind of look like my ex-boyfriend, but... Mm, this is a cool... No, but he was more bearded. <laughs> but he was more... Um, potato. How do I put this? <laughs> yeah, potato. No. I, I, I was like going to say something mean, but I stopped myself. Good. Take the high road. I think you can play a fun game with this, though. So that's clearly what Since we, we know it's on chat, I do like this, like, deflecting. Uh, and you could just be like, oh, my God. Hey. It, t- <laughs> to see you. Just pretend to I, bring and that. And then somebody walks by in the background, clearly not stuttering. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, Mom, get out. <laughs> I mean, Mom, I'm, tr- Ma- I'm, I'm trying to gaslight someone. Um, <laughs> Anthony, what, what would you do? What was that, dear? Um, yeah, so my, okay, so yeah, let, me, let me take you into my inner dialogue. It would be like, okay, Anthony, you've practiced. An prepares. You've, you've practiced this in the shower over and over. And you fucking showed them in those conversations. This specific moment? Yeah, yeah. Like running into an ex again. And you just like, they're locked in a room with you. You get to give them a piece of your mind. And you're like, okay. You're locked in here with me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I fucking <laughs> get my Rorschach mask on. And then I'm like, hey, holy shit. It's, uh, it's good to see you. What's up? How's it going? Cool. And then the whole conversation goes by, and I repressed everything. <laughs> oh! And then I realized I might go to jail if I pull this mask on and start screaming at her. <laughs> You're locked in here with me. We're having a video <laughs> chat, fucking weirdo. This is why we broke up. Damn it! Damn it! Ross, what oh, would you dear. say? Um, mine is a very simple. Oh. <laughs> uh, huh. That is very on brand for you. 
Yeah. No, like anybody that I've broken up with has ghosted me. <laughs> it's just like, so the last thing that was said was said by me. I'm not about to start a conversation because the ball's already in their court. Full so circle. would you say you're afraid of ghosts? Yeah. Oh my God. Play I'm the, ending this. Play the fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can, Ross, can you figure out how to edit the sound of glasses, sunglasses falling onto Milana's face at that moment? <laughs> Just a power cord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time. Okay, Anthony, where are we okay. going with this? Um, well, I, yeah, really. <laughs> I wanted to play. I don't know why I keep looking to either of you to bring some sort of semblance of structure to this. Because it's clearly not working. No, but... I never will. Um Fucking go I was going to play a game, and that was supposed to be the whole episode, but then, as always, we talked about useless bullshit. Um, so we'll just play one... A great metaphor for this film. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to play one round of it. I was thinking, like, um, one of my favorite things that we do is come up with, like, new movie plots, and I was thinking it would be fun if we took the title Fifty Shades of Grey, we took a new genre... And we took the same stars and character names, and we made a new movie based on those prompts. Um, I've I've written down a couple of like movie genres, and let's just do one of them, and we can we can play this again later if this is fun. Cool. Yeah. Uh, will one of you please pick a number between one and seven? That'll seven. determine our. Sh- All right. All right. You picked a sci-fi. Yes! Yes! <laughs> For the nerd. Yes! <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm reading The Expanse right now, and it's so good. <laughs> I mean, we've got Sci-fi a lot to work with. Sci-fi is not my thing, but It's about it. to be. So it's Fifty Shades of Grey, the science fiction starring, well, the main characters are Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele. Okay, first thing. The title, Fifty Shades. Uh, Shades is now spelled with Zs, not Ss. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and that's just that's just basic sci-fi stuff. And we can agree that that Shades are a type of alien, right? Th- yes, and also everybody is always wearing Matrix sunglasses. <laughs> right. Okay. So, oh, but they're, I have but they're an idea. never they're never the same ones from scene to scene. Even like cut twos, like back and forward. Same when it cuts back to Christian, yeah. it's like. He starts out in Aviators, then it's over to Anna, <laughs> and she's in like she's in like uh, Bon Jovi, like the like colored tinted ones, and yeah. then it cuts back to Christian, and he's wearing just like plastic framed like crappy things <laughs> shaped like stars. It's gonna be Milana, what, was, what was your what was your idea? Mine was very expansive. Uh... Anastasia is a crew member on a spacecraft and she's new and they're like flying out to this gray planet and Kate, her crew member and like confidant gets sick and she was this first one that was supposed to like leave the spacecraft and go to this planet and she's like, you should do it for me. Like this is your opportunity to show yourself and she gets off the spacecraft and like ventures out into this planet that no one's ever been on and meets Christian Grey who is the king of the planet of gray and literally and the like 1950s the grays alien <laughs> like that's just what they are it's yes. just a gray alien but yeah. super hot yeah i was going to say and though she, like, he's so sexy he's world. so buff <laughs> <laughs> okay she just yeah it's just new. like a planet of kink and they're like oh <laughs> shit and she's the only one who gets off the spacecraft and then he like sends Elliot into the spacecraft Right, right, yeah. and they start inter intermingling. I I like this yeah. planet of kink idea because to the the shades as I call them, that's the gray aliens. Um, that's just like some pretty standard sex stuff. Like, it's pretty. They're like receptacles are all over their body, so they try and stimulate them Whoa. every way. Yeah, yeah. And you know when they introduce a world, like when you're in Hunger Games and they're in the capital and they're just like showing the the luxury and the colors and like the cameras like scanning all these 
different crowds of people and their clothes and everything or like an aquaman when they go underwater and they're showing this majestic city underwater like the same thing would happen on this planet this great planet except you'd see like all these like dildos attached to people's heads and like people whipping <laughs> each other that's like the planet's <laughs> flag is just a whole bunch <laughs> of sex toys yeah <laughs> yeah and it'd think... be so normal like you'd walk into a coffee shop and be greeted by this barista who's like covered like they would like flog you when you get your and or... oh so like it, so kink it, kink is a form of currency in this world like if you want a, if you like want a coffee you've got to flog the barista well yeah. I, I think i think actually the barista flogs you for tips right like that's that's a service above and beyond so so you're just so you're just getting this coffee for free no 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 you pay for the there's still money they're not heathens <laughs> they have a civilization wrong there's still capitalism yeah, on capitalism this planet exists. i mean christian grays on there so this planet of the grays whatever we're calling it uh is in this story is anastasia the villain because she's like the invading force who like starts to kind of like kink shame the planet yes and following along with her like hardware job detail yeah she's like the ship's mechanic (laughs) yeah and then she gets on the planet and they realize that she has these skills that they need to like save or like fix something oh yeah this planet Um, has never invented rope but she really knows how it works like shows them how to weave like alien palm fronds together and be like it's not that hard and they're all like whoa previously we were using intestines (laughs) (laughs) the naturally occurring rope of the universe right (laughs) everybody's got one No, it doesn't kill anybody. We just push it back in. I like this, though, because there's got to be, like, drama in the sci-fi that ends in some sort of big action sequence. So she's kink-shaming this universe, and maybe they try and get the humans out of there. I was also thinking that maybe Kate brings her fucking human flu (laughs) to this alien Mm. planet, and it starts Or it it could also kind of be like, what if there's some sort of unobtainium? on this planet that the evil Lord Ray is interested in getting his hands on to fix his, (laughs) his mutilated foot. Well, that's Bob. All right. Don't, please don't confuse important characters. That's, that's the problem. They're twin brothers. Three lettered. Oh shit. Ray and Bob are a two headed man. Yes. (laughs) This is a sci-fi. Ray needs to, Ray needs to fix Bob's foot because it is a shared limb. God damn it. And that's, I do like that too because um, Ray's ex wife is married to Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and she also came on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay. needs to insert herself into everybody's business. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, I don't know what the 50 is, but. I was just thinking that. I'm like, 50. Maybe. Um, oh, it's the amount of it's it's how long the mission was meant to last for, and then at the end they're supposed to go home after fifty days. It was like a scouting mission. Um, and, and they count days by shades. They're like, we are forty-two shades in. Right. Yes, yeah, because it's because it's the future and science yeah. fiction, <laughs> and all of their sunglasses magically change between shots. <laughs> I really, I'll I'll walk off this project if this gets cut because this is very important to me listen i'm already picking out i'm already picking out i'm already picking out um sexy in sunglasses oh okay oh i just need to know we're all on board with the sunglasses yeah 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 no definitely all right all right all right you you have my unwavering support (laughs) perfect we're gonna need that in writing (laughs) just for this for 50 shades spelled z H A D E Z. I want to counter that and think that maybe the whole thing that the Fifty Shades. All right, take two. I want to counter that and suggest a, a different idea, which is maybe Fifty Shades has to do with Anna coming to this planet naive and innocent and realizing that privacy doesn't exist and they don't have curtains on any of their windows 
And then she introduces the concept of shades. Of window shades. Them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she invents Blinds to Go, a successful <laughs> franchise company <laughs> that specializes in the customization and installation of blinds and shades and other window obstructing fabrics and materials. Yeah, and so they And can, she like, becomes the billionaire. Sleep soundly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. But then the aliens, they get pissed because she has too much power and she starts to rule. Mm. And they're just like, we can't. She's not even from here. Why would we? Why is she our overlord? She's because not even she allowed gray. us. She's not even good. <laughs> She's some kind of some kind of weird like weird porridge color. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> And in Fifty Shades Darker, they get better shades, and the rooms are darker. No, in Fifty Shades Darker, she invent she worried that her power is going to be called into question or even overthrown. She invents a shade so large that it blocks out their sun. Oh my and god! That's how it gets darker. Because the last movie is Fifty Shades Freed, and that's when she tears down all of the shades. Mm-hmm. And leaves this <laughs> shitty planet. <laughs> and they realized that the real friends were the ones that they could spy on through their windows all along. <laughs> exactly. You get Pokemon finally. <laughs> well, this was dumb. <laughs> that is my line, and you know it. Here, I'll leave you all. Yeah, but I feel like not enough people say that to you. So <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start correcting this. You haven't met my dad. <laughs> I have. We both oh, yeah. met each other's dads. Oh yeah. I, I think that's what we would all say when if we saw our exes on roulette. You didn't you meet my dad. Met... <laughs> no, this is. You didn't dumb. meet my dad, and that's why we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> you see your ex, you're like, you didn't meet my dad. You never I've been met practicing my... saying that to you in the shower every day since we broke up seven years ago, Samantha. Oh, oh, okay. So slight, slight rewind. What's like one a one phrase issue that never got solved in a past relationship <laughs> that you could bring up? Like, like you never paid me back for the grapefruit. <laughs> it's like I feel like mine. I, there were no like it was small. I just remember the big things. Right? Be like, you never talk to me again. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were dead. (laughs) I I leased out the apartment (laughs) in the hopes that one day (laughs) I could return to it. I do hope that someone out there is like, and you still have my library card. Um, All right. Well, listen, if you're a ghost, you don't exist. If you're a potato, it's been sexy to know you. And if you're an alien, get in touch. And if you're an ex, you are a ghost. So refer to... Holy shit. (laughs) Whoa, wait. If you're an ex, you don't exist then. No, I think Milana's admitting to murdering her exes. Uh, uh, whoa, no. Uh, although, no. Uh... (laughs) Exist. I want. I really want like not not recorded. I just want to hear the sordid tale of Milana's love life because I feel like it'd be way more interesting than either Anthony or I. Uh, probably. Yeah. It'll come out in a book eventually. Yeah, it'll be called Why Uh, You're Single, and it'll be a guide on how to stay. It'll be a three-part series on how to stay single. It'll be how to stay single. How to stay single. I wanted to make a Fifty Shades. I I feel play like darker, but that sounds very not okay. I think the um, real story, um, and this makes you sound cooler. Uh, your book would be called The Haunting of Milana: A Ghosting Story. It's pretty fucking good. I don't know what the title would be. Maybe just Milana, and it would be like when life passes you a hot potato, pass it on. <laughs> give it a beard. <laughs> give it a beard. No, truly, give it a beard. Ugh, women out there listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. You give them a glow up, and you pass it on, and their next girlfriend's like, wow, you dress well. And they're like, yeah. Been there. And I'm like, thanks, I designed it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you tried to end this like five minutes ago. I know, I'm tired of you guys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ghost.
time. It's been sexy to know you. It's been spooky to know you. It's been sexy to know everybody. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any questions, suggestions for segments, or want to be a guest on the show yourself, you can reach out to us at 50weekspodcast at gmail.com. That's the numerical 50, 50weekspodcast at gmail.com. If you like this episode, please leave a comment, subscribe, rate our podcast, or share this episode with a friend. Photography provided by John Jakes. Original music provided by Ceylon. Recorded and edited by Ross, me.